Hello, and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with your host, Maria Paith. Maria is a spiritual teacher, a life and soul coach, and the angel decoding expert. Her book, Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels, is available on Amazon, and you can find her on the web at www.mariapaith.com. That's spelled M-A-R-I-A-P-E-T-H dot com. Listen now as Maria shares her wisdom to expand your spiritual awareness and increase your personal joy. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with me, Maria Paith. I'm your host, and today we're going to continue an idea that I started a time ago that is um, connected to intuition, specifically the intuition that we call um, clairaudience, clear hearing. So in my book, Angel Decoding Secret Key, number three is that learning to read the messages of divine consciousness requires good listening habits and practice. So clairaudience is also known as clear hearing, and it is the ability to pick up on or tune into a higher vibrational frequency by sensing it through auditory channels. We can say perhaps this is supersonic hearing, um, but it's not outside our hearing. It's actually kind of within the mind. When we first experience language, typical language, it occurs naturally through this triangular area that encompasses the ear, the nose, and the throat. This experience of resonance is very natural to the human being. Most of us take our sense of hearing for granted, and we fail to appreciate you know, our, our greater abilities that are actually present. So I, I have talked about this before, that clairaudience is kind of a mystical hearing, and it opens with your request to ask God to help you hear his voice and to ask your angels to express their loving presence to you so that you can experience their vibrations. A simple prayerful request can really lead you something as simple as, you know, beautiful Lord and angels. I ask that you remove any blocks or fears which are preventing me from hearing your loving messages And I ask that I can clearly hear heaven's messages and the beautiful song of your voice speaking to my soul, this or better God. So it was um, in 1994 that I first heard my guardian angel state his name. Earlier in the day, I had been reading a book about angels, and the author had suggested that if I ask my guardian angel or ask our guardian angel, for its name, that we would receive the answer. And I had nothing to lose, so I went ahead and tried. I said a silent prayer, asking God and then my guardian angel to reveal a name to me before the day was over. And then I went about my day, took care of my um, children and the and the housework that I had and my work. And then later in the evening, I was reading a storybook to my young daughter at the time. And uh, it was probably, she was probably like 18 months old. And I was taken, you know, kind of aback when, when I heard a unique name clearly present itself in my mind. 
It was as if someone had whispered the name directly in my brain, yet separately from my reading experience, because I was reading aloud. My thinking mind was focused on the book, and it was hard to describe the sensation of the message, but I clearly heard my my guardian angel's name at the time and spoken in my mind, Marusio. Um, I immediately re- you know, recall that I had asked earlier in that day that I had prayed to know my guardian angel's name, and suddenly there it was. And so I opened myself to the miracle of their work, and after this profound experience, I promptly thanked God and the angels and continued to finish the book that I was reading to my my sweet little girl. Um, later that night, I wrote about the experience in, in my journal, and you know, I was thrilled to complete the first of many teachings from my wonderful angels. Up until that day, I had you know shut down many of the earlier intuitive um, nudges that I had gotten to hear. And I guess I'd been too busy with my conventional life, you know, attend, attending, um, you know, college and earning a degree, and then uh, and then another degree, and then finding my soulmate and getting married and discovering my first, second, and third career and having my first and second child, and and just kind of stumbling through all the typical experiences of life, um, and then. I had God and I had prayers, you know, and I had relationship with God, and I still do. But um, I had come to understand that, you know, the true vehicle for my spiritual awareness and and the song of my soul is really this communication that I am able to have with God on a regular basis and the, the knowing um, of the angels' messages and the promptings that encourage me and, and the true essence of my soul. And so... For many years, I was not paying attention, but um, then I, I I woke up to that. So I had to ask, right? Um, I'm going to also re recount um, a little a little time that I had in Brazil when I was six, and I think this is kind of an important time for me um, as well because I didn't. I came to the United States at the age of, of six, and um, I was really excited about becoming an American, and I wanted to learn English. And um, I was, you know, I, I forgot about my my Brazilian, you know, grandmother and and all that my grandmother had taught me about, you know, being a, a connected um, to the angels and and connecting through the heart like I had for so many years with my my mother because she was in the United States and I was in South South America. So I, you know, did neglect my angel friends for a while when I first came to Brazil. But um I want to say the divine timing was still working with me. So I was busy, you know, and America's full of, you know, wonderful distractions and and um, I had, you know, moved away. Um, I was safe in, in America, my new home. And, and I recall occasionally using the heart-to-heart connection technique, as I mentioned um, earlier in, in one of my podcasts, to check in on my grandmother back in Brazil, just as I had used that method that my grandmother had taught me in Brazil to connect with my mother, who had 
who had traveled to America and, and spent three years in America before I had seen her again. So um, in Portuguese, um, grandmother, a short for like, you know, for, for grandma, is vovó. It's the word vovó. And a lot of people, you know, read my book and they say vovó because that is kind of how it's spelled, V-O-V-O. But but it, the, it's pronounced vovó. So um, when I checked in with my vovó's energy and her heart, she always felt warm and loving, but also a little tired and sad. And I didn't like to dwell on her energy uh, very much because um, it made me feel a little bit sad, you know, um, too. So instead I prayed for her and I prayed for my family in Brazil and I focused on growing up. Um, that way I could make, you know, enough money to someday bring my vovó to America to live with us. And I knew she was proud to hear of my, you know, successes and that I was doing well in school and, and I had lots of friends and that I was participating in many activities. She was happy for me and the strides I had made. I, we sent, you know, letters and, and, and occasionally uh, my mother would call. I had forgotten the Portuguese language, so I didn't, you know, speak um, to her ever again after I left when I was six. But I had accomplished, you know, much, and I had, had a dreamed um, of accomplishing, and yet Grandma Vovó was very far away and removed from my new life, and uh, I never saw her again. So, she was my first spiritual mentor, and she was the master of love and endearment and a solid example of maternal presence in my life. And she was truly a steadfast soldier of grace in this world. She lived until my 21st birthday and then died in the spring of that same year. And when I heard of her death, um, I cried until I felt her presence and it's an experience I can describe only as a warm embrace. I felt a definite shift in the energy surrounding me and a familiarity that touched the core of my soul. For, you know, really my spirit seemed to sing with the love that I had come to associate with her presence. So in my mind today, my vovó is still by me, and I feel her gentle presence, and I, I see her shy, toothless grin as she had lost all her teeth when I last knew her, and I know that she loves me eternally, um, which brings me to my first, you know, clairaudient connection with my guardian angel. It came approximately 12 years after the death of my grandmother, which seems like a large gap in time, but I share this truth to reveal, you know, and lend some, some validity to the idea that one must truly desire to be open to our individual spiritual gifts before the awareness and the remembrance of the gifts can slowly and gently be revealed to us. Except for experiencing a spiritual hug from Vava when she died, I had stopped paying attention to my angels from the time I was seven years old until I was well into my 30s. And for those 20-some years of human life, the angels never left my sight they were there, and they always have been with me. However, once I was enlightened to their presence again, the lessons and the support in communicating with them came flooding back to me, just as familiar as, as a trusted friend. So um, to, to kind of wrap up this idea of clairaudience, I 
want to express the clairaudient messages come in various forms. The first step, of course, is to pray and ask your angels for clarity, for an answer to a problem or a question, and when you need to be open, not when, then you need to be open to receive these answers. Your ability to like let go of the outcome and trust what you receive is really important. If you feel like tense or anxious, then you will miss the answer. Um, one method of receiving a message is to hear it from within your mind like a whisper or a thought that appears separate from other thoughts or mental activities. You know, at first it's typical for the answer to come to you when you're focused on activities that are more automatic, like driving or washing dishes or or reading or daydreaming or even playing or singing. Um, You may hear or intuit the communication, like the answer to a prayer or a question that you've sent out there. Um, while your mind is occupied with something else and you realize that, oh, a different idea came in there. A message can also appear in like a song that's playing on the radio or a phrase embedded in in text or something said by a television character. Um, A person in your life can even state a message at a time when you need to hear those exact words and you know that that's happened. Um, You may be familiar with the expression, I heard the call, the angels will bring messages to you in any way that will make sense to you. If you feel unsure about a message and you think that you may, you know, that you may have received, it's perfectly acceptable to ask again, to ask for clarity, to ask angels, because angels are consistent and positive and patient if your, you know, if my angels waited years for me to pay attention, yours will be just as accommodating. So trust me, what you receive as messages, um, you'll begin to recognize as communication, and you'll begin to feel and understand the clarity. Your angels are teaching you their lexicon, their wording, their their definition, and you'll begin to build your own unique glossary of impressions and symbols and words and numbers, and they'll come again and again and again. Um, when when doing readings for others, I I often I always pray before a session. That is a, a very important premise: is to invite God into the session. Then I always take deep breaths, and I begin with a clear, calm environment in my office, and allow the miracles to happen. So you have to be calm and, again, in in a space of peace and not forcing. Oftentimes, uh, messages are so clear that I hear exact phrases and names, and my clients are often amazed at how these phrases sound just as their loved ones would have spoken them. And pertinent names frequently appear just when they are needed. Um, Not always, but they do. I've used the same process thousands of times, asking any number of questions over the years. So, you know, please don't expect um, angel decoding to happen for you overnight. You don't become an expert overnight. Your ability to understand the messages will take time, just as learning to read and the alphabet, learning the alphabet, then learning to read and understanding um words and phrases and full paragraphs and then full books took time. First, you know, we learned letters and words and sentences, and then you practice. Um, Just the same with angel decoding. You take a familiar path of practice and application. 
And just um, to wrap up, as my level of trust in, and my intuitive awareness in developed over time, I began to get more responses more immediately and, and more quickly. When I first started with my intuitive ability, it would take you know a while, sometimes a day before I would I would get a message, and now things happen very quickly. The messages come very quickly. I just, you know, know because angels have taught me to recognize the various symbols and the subtle impressions. And in their essence, they've taught me to decode and read their language. Um, So I just want to encourage you to ask your angels a question and then wait for the answers. And um, then before you know it, the answers will be coming even before you finish your sentence. Uh, so the more occasion you have to spend time in prayerful mindset and um, in in reflection and even calming yourself in contemplative ways, uh, the better it will be um, for you as you grow. Um, again, these last few tips for receiving clear audience messages is to be in a centered prayerful love and peaceful nature, to find a calm environment away from distractions, to ask questions with clarity and good intentions, always with good intentions for yourself and others. Angels will bring guidance and loving cautions, never messages of doom. Um, They are not doomsayers. (laughs) Angels are really inspirers. And their messages will bring some cautions that will support your life. Ask questions pertaining to the highest good of all concerned. Keep questions simple. And questions related to the future will have answers based on probability. And that should be taken into consideration. This has been another episode of Angelic University with Maria Pate. I thank you so much for listening and look forward to meeting with you again next week. Be well. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Angelic University with your host, Maria Paith. If you enjoyed the Angelic University podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe to Angelic University today by visiting www.angelicu.com. That's angelic followed by a capital U.com. Membership benefits include a free private angel reading or coaching session, member-only classes and healing sessions, along with free gifts and special offerings. To learn more about Maria, you can find her on the web at www.mariapaith.com. That's spelled M-A-R-I-A-P-E-T-H.com. And her book, Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels is available on Amazon.